So you want to disappear and be invisible in the forest when you're hunting. As, as uh, archers, that's kind of what we want to do. Hi, my name is Roy Cantor. I'm going to be host today on Archer Talk 101. And today we're going to talk about ghillie suits. Uh, ghillie suits have been used in warfare and changed the way modern wars war are fought. Uh, after all, the snipers want to disappear. And here's some information on the suit, uh, a little bit of history background. Uh, so, you know, everyone has, has heard of camouflage. And as bow hunters, we know about camouflage because we're, we're always doing camouflage. And the reason we're doing it is so we can kind of hide and disappear from, from the deer. Now, although we know about camouflage, not all of us know about a ghillie suit, how it started or what's going on with it and why they could be such a good advantage for us to use when we're out bowing. So let's take a look at um, the ghillie suit, how it got started. Uh, the ghillie suit state, dates back to Scotland when barons would uh, pay men to patrol their properties. Now, they wanted to keep people from illegally hunting and you know they it was their animals and they didn't want to be taking them illegally. So these men uh, become known as ghillies. You know, because the ghillie suit, it kind of ghillies, I guess that's kind of a, a thing there, you know, and, and they would hide in the bushes waiting for the poachers because they wouldn't be seen. The ghillie suits, you know, they mostly consist of like rags and frayed materials, um, you know, whatever was was on hand that worked good. Uh, nowadays, ghillie suits, you know, are being used for several activities, you know, from sharp shooting, your, your snipers to, to paintball, uh, you know, depending on what, what type of environment you're in. The materials have changed, but the concept behind uh, covering remains the same. The ghillie suits, uh, wearers can re remain unseen and look like a pile of sticks or leaves in the forest. Um, snipers use ghillie suits because they're high effectiveness. Uh, around the time, uh, the conclusion of the 18th century, the art of sniping began. Uh, now, this was done to destroy and break the spirits of the enemy. Uh, rebels would pick off targets from faraway areas. Snipers came about, you know, when weapons become more accurate and had a longer effective range. Uh, the use of uh, sharpshooters or snipers changed kind of techniques in which uh, wars were fought. Before before you had your snipers, officers would go to the battalions and then command the bat during a battle, um, you know, infantry, uh, or whereas direct engagement where you had, you know, one-on-one -on -one, uh, combat, you know, from the close range or a little further range, um, you know, and they're, they're giving, you know, the commands there, uh, they're, they're not really much core, you know, uh, cover for them. Now they would use, you know, like I said, just direct engagement that you, you know, a little bit more cover flanking techniques, um, you know, then once they had the snipers, commanders needed to blend in with the rest of the soldiers so the snipers couldn't pick out who was the commander because you take the commander out then the troops don't you know there's nobody to lead them so i asked to step up and do that so they would blend in and that's also when they started you know fighting a little bit more in woods and mountains you know and trains you know over open areas where they get easier to hide in there now for the sharpshooters the ghillie suit gave the sharpshooter unbelievable camouflage and protection there are so many styles of suits that the wearer can blend in with their terrain anywhere. You know, like a, a desert ghillie suit would be look completely different than if you were in a woodland area. 
if you're in a place that let us know, those are going to look different yet. So they're going to blend in with whatever the environment is. So the materials used is going to be based on that area. Now, a sniper's talent to remain hidden is essential for their safety. Since most of the time, uh, a shooter is alone or with a spotter. So you got one or two people there is all. Um, a well-made suit uh, to cover the shooter is essential asset besides the, the gun or the, the weapon that you're using. You know, as bow hunters, you know, we're going to be using a bow. Uh, now, sharpshooter safety will depend on the skill of the person wearing it to stay unseen until it's time to take your shot. Uh, now, once you take a shot, you know, a sniper, because they're they're shooting and moving, you know, spell hunters, we're going to be sitting more, more still. Um, after they take the shot, it's essential for the uh, sniper um, to stay safe once they, they use it. And they're going to use the ghillie suit to be able to hide. You know, people are coming through looking for them and they can hide right underneath their feet because they can't see them. They're going to be able to escape much easier. Now, when we declared independence from England here in the United States, uh, the patrons would hide in the bush and shoot and then move to a different location. You know, this is the, the same thing. They were going in, they're going to hide, take a shot, and move. Because at that time, the British, they would be walking in formation and, you know, wearing their bright red suits. You know, easy targets. See a nice bright red suit walking through the forest. And then the patriots, we would, you know, be more hidden. And then they wouldn't know where shots coming from by the time they figured out. They'd move to a different location. Yeah. Now. As we go through all this, you know, it's kind of interesting, you know, how the, the ghillie suit come, you know, and how it's used in more and stuff. But how do we apply that to bow hunting? You know, that is that is a real key to this. You know, how can we use the ghillie suit or camo and the techniques used by the snipers to hide from the deer? You know, after all, when we go deer hunting, we are basically acting like a sniper, you know, especially if you're in a tree stand um, or in a blind. You're, you're in a spot, you're hidden from the deer, and now that is what we're doing. We're waiting for them to come by. Um, it's either that or using like the spot and stock technique where you're walking through a field or a forest. Uh, you're going to, you know, the ability to hide, you know, if you have a, a ghillie suit on, you're going to be able to hide a little bit better because if they do hear something or see something, if you stop, you're going to disappear into the forest. Now, here's a, a situation. I was actually following a buddy of mine, and, and he had camel on, and he had the, the little pen-on-leaf things on there. So it wasn't a complete ghillie suit, but it had enough in there. And he got a little bit ahead of me, and it was like he disappeared on the trail. I knew where he was at, but he disappeared. So just just imagine you're walking down the trail. Your, your buddy's ahead of you. And all of a sudden he disappears and he took one step off the trail and he sat there, you're walking down and next thing you know, you walk a few yards and he's behind you now. And you completely walk past him and you're aware, you know, you're, you're, um, you're a bow hunter. You're, you're used to looking for little bitty clues that the, the deer might be bedded down in this spot and, and you're listening for stuff that you walk right past them. So let's take that into a, a hunting situation. Uh, you're, you're walking in a field or forest and a deer hears you and it stops, turns around, looks at you because you're in a ghillie suit 
you disappear. If you stop and don't move, they're going to look at you. They might turn their head a little bit. They might stomp their foot or snort. Uh, but after a while, they figure out there's nothing there because they didn't see anything. They didn't hear anything. And now they go back doing what they're doing. And now you can do whatever you're doing, whether you're trying to sneak out of an area because it's past shooting time or you need to get to a better place to, to make that shot. Now, you, unlike some targets, uh, deer have very good eyesight. They're very good at detecting movement. And even though they don't see color, they do see movement and shapes very well. Uh, they have a good sense of smell. They can smell things that we can't even smell. Uh, and they have good hearing. They can hear very well. So how do you defeat all the three of those senses? Uh, you know, we have to get by all these senses. And how do you do that? Well, let's start with the eyes because that's kind of the subject of, of this, this uh, podcast today is, is camouflage. Well, with the camouflage, you, you have either one, you can get off at a distance where they can't see you. You're, you're just too far away. Now, as bow hunters, we don't have the luxury of being that 100 yards away, 200 yards away that a, a rifle hunter would have on a deer. So we've got to get close to them. So the distance is not a factor. So now how do you defeat their eyes? Well, that's with camouflage. Uh, either just camel clothes which worked really well, uh, or a ghillie suit, or some combination or variation of that. So now, if you're not, if you're not moving, and you're camouflaged very well, you're not going to be seen by the deer because they're not going to know what it is. They're not going to be able to detect a human form or some other shape. Now, let's let's go into the hearing. They can hear very well, so you want to limit anything that's going to make noise. When you do move, you want to move slowly. Uh, you don't want to be walking through, you know, have that cadence of step, 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 step. Uh, you either want to walk through the forest where you don't make any sound at all, or you walk not like a human wants. You might take a step or two uh, and stop and listen, or you might actually shuffle your feet. You know, if you listen, listen to the forest when you're up in your tree stand. Yeah, you, you hear a squirrel running around on the ground. They're making all kinds of racket, but they're not step, step, step. So try to imitate some of that as you're walking through the forest. You know, that'll help on, on the hearing part because they're going to hear you if you're walking. It's just do they think you're a threat. Now, the nose. This one is the part that is going to be um, one of the senses that even though they might not well see you, they might be able to smell because deer have a very good sense of smell. Now, one way to do this is just be downwind. You know, is the wind blowing your scent away from them? They're not going to pick it up. Not always possible. Even you set up, you think the trail is going to be upwind. You're hunting downwind. You know what? They don't know that that's the trail they're supposed to walk. So they might walk downwind, catch a scent of you, and then spook off. Uh, you know, that, that happens a lot because they're going to catch a scent. Now, how do you eliminate your scent. There's a couple of ways to do it. One way is to use scent control soaps. Don't don't use soaps with perfumes and smells in it. You know, you use a shampoo, you know, those, uh, those have a good smell in them. Use something so you eliminate your scent. Uh, you know, antibacterial soaps that don't have extra scents in it go really well for that. Uh, and then what you want to look at too is on your way hunting. Did you put your hunting clothes on at home? You hopped in your car like, oh, 
I need to get gas. You stop at the gas station. You got your hunting boots on. You're standing in the spilled gas on the bottom of your shoes. They will smell that. You're get putting gas. Now you get gas on your hands. And now they're going to smell that. Uh, so you always want to make sure you get gas the night before. Uh, or if you do go, don't wear your hunting clothes and put gloves on that you can get the scent on, take off. Um, you know, so that's something to think about. You know, the other way is on your way there. Um, you know, let's say you don't stop for gas, but you do, you know, go in someplace, get something to eat or something, and uh, you, you want to have your your clothes in a scent-controlled container and put them on when you get to your hunting spot. That is another option you have uh, is to not put them on to your hunting spot. So your boots and everything are there. You pull them out. You take off the other clothes, put them on, and go. Uh, now, then, there's also uh, scent control clothes. Uh, now, these are charcoal-lined suits, uh, like the chem suits the military use. Those are charcoal-lined suit. They're designed to absorb your scent. Um, now, the chem suits are really designed to absorb chemicals coming in so it doesn't filter it into your body. And they also work filtering your scent going out. So the char activated charcoal will block that from going through. Uh, I know the first time I knew one of these actually worked really good. I had a chem suit on and it was early season and it was hot. And I was I was wearing a suit and I'm I'm sitting here, I've got I'm sweating while I'm out there hunting. And I figured when I pulled the suit off, it was a pullover top and 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 pants. I figured, you know, you you know, you're sweating all afternoon, you're gonna have a smell. So I pulled it off and it just smelled like distilled water. So I was like, okay, these work really good. Uh, now they do make uh, clothes designed for hunting that have the charcoal lining in them. They're they're pretty good quality uh, uh, charcoal in them. You do have to use special soaps for them because regular soaps will, you know, bind to the charcoal. So you want to make sure you do that. You have to reactivate it. You do that in an oven or not an oven, but a dryer, and and that's there's several manufacturers uh, there's that make those. Um, I know there's there's scent blocker, scent locker, a couple of the big names, but there's others out there that do that. Um, you know, I'm not promoting those two products, but uh, uh, those those are some of the things that you can use. Now that's where you can eliminate the scent because uh, after all, in your hunt, when you're after your target, can see very well, hear very well, and can smell you from a fairly decent distance. You need to defeat all those senses. So that's what that's what ghillie suits can do for you. Now, one thing to remember on a ghillie suit, normally there's a lot of loose clothing on it. And if you're shooting a bow, you want to make sure that inside that arm on your arm holding the bow, that those little little rags and strips of material don't get caught by the string. So you may have to put something on the inside so that it keeps it on the arm like an arm guard. To keep that material in so you don't hit it with your string because that'll affect your shot as well. You don't want to have anything that do, does that. So one way you can get other information like this is to um, join the Facebook group Archer Talk 101. I'll leave a link in the description below on how you can join that group. There we have uh, uh, archers out there that have been shooting for just a matter of a, a few days, weeks, years to 
some some have been shooting for decades have had a lot of good information you can upload a video of your shooting and we'll give you little pointers on what you can do the other way you can get information is um, you know go out the youtube channel uh, follow me there you can go out to the uh, archtalk101.com website there i have information out there for a review of product there'll be information out there about the product and some of how you can uh, obtain the product that uh, um, you know, places to get it. And then the other thing is if you want to learn how to shoot better, uh, I offer, offer a 15-minute free consultation call to see if uh, archery coaching might be for you. I'll leave a link in the description for the application form, the form to fill out to get to know you a little bit better. And then I'll send you a link to uh, book your 15-minute call. And that's free just to see if coaching might be for you or how I can help you in your, your archery journey. So once again, my name is Roy Canterbury, and I've been your host today on Archer Talk 101.